Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all out in cyberspace, cyberland, wherever you may be at the sound of my voice. I am so grateful that God has blessed each of us with another day of life, another day that we can praise his holy name, another day that we can open up our mouths and say it is good to be alive. We thank and praise God for his many, many blessings. So many people take just breathing for granted, but we had someone that... um, was a dear sister in the Lord that um, attended our church for many years. She's gone on to glory now. But I remember Miss Barbara used to, um, in the latter days of her life, she used to have to carry around an oxygen tank. And she used to encourage us. She, She was phenomenal. She would be giving us encouragement while we were trying to encourage her. But um, she just would encourage us just to appreciate breath, to appreciate air, because her lungs got to the place where they were only operating at a minute percentage of what their capacity should have been. And so she labored in in breathing. And any time that um, it was very humid out, she would have a really hard time um, breathing. And as I said, everywhere she went, she had to take her. So I've learned with different people, she's just one example, but different people that have come into contact with my life to appreciate things that we take for granted. Because when you do not have those things any longer, you recognize how precious it is. So again, I welcome you to the It's Real Radio talk show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I just want to encourage you to give thanks and praise unto the Lord God Almighty for this day, for the very air you are breathing, because he is a good and great God. Hallelujah. And with that being said, I also always look forward to this time spent with you and the time spent with my incredible co-host because she is a dear, dear sister in the Lord. And it is awesome to me. I just have to share this right now because it's what I feel in my heart. It is so awesome to me to see how she has grown and matured in the Lord. We are in a series um, in our church where we're doing spiritual evaluation. And today, Pastor was dealing with spiritual maturity. How old are you in the Lord? Not in how many years do you claim that you've been walking with the Lord, but how have you matured in the Lord? And as I look at Tanya's life and just hear the wisdom and all that she shares on these weekly broadcasts, I just, I stand in awe of God in her life. And I'm so honored to call her my friend and my sister in the Lord, because truly God has done great things in her life. And I'm going to flip the script today because I'm going to start this show off kind of interviewing her. But before I get into it, welcome my sister and say hello to all of our listeners. Hey, everybody. You know, I love you guys and I always look forward to, like you're saying, sis, I love you. You are my sister in Christ my God sister to where I believed it myself in that you were, you came from the same mother and father, you know, and um, you had to tell me one day, I thought I was tripping. I was like, what, I know. <laughs> you know, 
And I bring that up because I believe it's, it's really heartfelt and I love you so much. And I just love coming to you guys because I want to keep it real with you and show you the experiences of what I go through and continue to pray for you guys if you continue to pray for me. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Every time, you know, I think about us being sisters in the Lord, I I, I know I, I have to go back to what you alluded to just a, a few moments ago. When we lived together in Florida, um, Tanya, I'm going to tell you the little story because it's really kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Tanya had a document and she didn't <laughs> was a notary back then and so I said well sis I can notarize it for you and she looked at me she said no you can't you're my sister you can't notarize it family can't notarize my signature <laughs> and it was just like okay Tanya <laughs> I know <laughs> you're a biological sister so technically I can notarize it but you know and it was I, I, I can still see the look on your face because it was just like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it just, you know what, sis, it's a, it's amazing. That was a letdown that day for me. I don't know where I was on another earth. I just liked where I was. And, and, but you're still my sister, you know, and that's what I thank God for because God will put more people in your life to bless you more than sometimes your blood can. So I thank yeah. God for you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, um, we're going to continue our discussion today on our path to purpose in the series. But last week, we had some technical difficulties. And so Tanya um, lost her ability to, um, to share on the show. And I have some, some questions for you. And I'm, I'm asking them um, in sequence, because I want to build a story so that people can can get a clear glimpse of where where you were, where what you had to overcome, and then we'll talk about where you are today. But um, I want to start off with um, what it was like for you, and and not going into fast forwarding today. I just want to go back a few. Um, we won't say how many years, but a few years. <laughs> I want to go back to a few years ago when you were walking into in some situations and you literally felt the pain of rejection because it was like, you know, your natural family and different people rejected you just based on the lifestyle you were living in and what you were going through at the time. And I would like for you to just kind of speak on what that what that did to you, what your feelings were back then, um, what you walked through in dealing with that pain of rejection. Wow, sis, that, that's deep. But I'm a, I have to keep it real. Hold up a minute. I'm trying okay. to cut out an echo. Please forgive me, everybody. You know, rejection is a hard thing, and to feel it, it makes you, it throws your body into many multifacets of emotion. Hmm. And back then, because of what I've done, you know, I thought it was so much, not only feeling like I let my family down, but I let God down the most. So I got the two confused. Hmm. I believe God was just as disappointed in me and angry at me as I felt like my family was. Wow. You know, it's so amazing sometimes you can sit and talk to people how one little mistake when you didn't know whose you were or who you were. Mm -hmm. And and please hear Mm -hmm. me. I did, you guys. When when the Lord first saved me, I'm telling everybody he saved me. Mm -hmm. The mystical things that he showed me and, and, and just the five-fold gift ministry that he had given me, I didn't realize it. It was much greater than I. But Mm. I heard a sermon the other day, sis, and I have to say this. Man, I wish I would have knew who I was then, as I'm finding out now. Mm. So my journey of discontent and many different things and rejection was number one. Rejection started for me, sis, and we can go back even further, as even Mm -hmm. if 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 I was old enough to remember being birthed. Mm. And feeling the rejection of my mother first, my father second, and all the other things lined up in this place. My grandmother, my family, my this, my that. Just talking to someone today about how sometimes our family don't want to believe it, our mothers or fathers, 
but they have a favorite sometimes in how you feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the feeling of rejection. Mm. So let me say this. You get over it. You pray. You ask God, please believe me. You put new things in your pathway. You put different situations. You know, God allows different situations You're going to too happen. Fast. You're going too fast. I don't want to get to there yet. I okay. still want to deal. I want to deal with because, like I said, I'm building. I'm building something, um, and I'm gonna use you to do it in your life to do it. Okay. So, I apologize. Um, my next question for you is because of and you 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 know you this is a great segue because you say even from birth, like from a little child, you felt that 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 um, pain of rejection. So my next question for you is. What did that pain cause you to do? How did you um, act out upon that pain? You know, since I had to realize that, you know, the things that I was doing, I did to myself. Um, I'm going to tell you guys, I had beautiful hair. I thinned it out. I had long lashes. People used to tease me. I cut them off. I scrubbed my face one time until it was like almost abrasion. Because people mm. used to say, gosh, you have beautiful skin. And I thought that was a bad thing. Um, after many multifacets of things happening to me with my body, um, I began to self-mutilate myself with my words. I'm nobody mm. because I heard that. I'm nothing because I heard that. You'll never amount to anything because I heard that. You'll never be nothing because I heard that. You're a failure because I heard that. You're nothing. You're not worthy. And those are the words that I began to say to myself, and they became self-mutilation. I didn't realize what I was doing to myself. I just knew that if I spoke them, I would believe them because everybody else believed them. Why couldn't I believe that about myself? Did I answer your question? Yes, yes. That's that's deep. That's deep. I wanted to get there before we get to the healing part of your life. I wanted to go there because what I want people to do, if we're on our path to purpose, what we first have to realize is when we've been hurt. And sometimes we are so good at suppressing the pain of the hurt that we forget we've been hurt. We we try to talk ourselves out of the root cause of why we do what we do. And that's why I wanted you to share what what that pain of rejection caused you to do. How did it cause you to act out? Because before we can get healed, before we can move on to that path of purpose, we first have to recognize and admit we've been hurt. Yes. We were rejected. We yes. Um, we, we may get, think about this, think about this, Tanya. And, and I don't, I mean, the movie Sybil is so old. I was a child, I believe when it came out, but we call people Sybil all the time based on that movie, because the movie depicted a young lady that had multiple personalities, but at the root of the multiple personalities was the fact that she was hurt as a child and developed all of these different personalities to protect that inner child that was originally hurt. Yes. Powerful. And and I believe that we do the same thing in various different ways. We act out and act upon that inner pain and we build defense mechanisms around it. And sometimes we get so entrenched in our defense mechanism that we believe the defensive side of it to be more truth and real than the pain side of it. And when we do that, then we do not allow God to come in and heal that inner child, to heal yes. that place of pain so that we can get past it. Amen. Amen. Now, now yes. what I want you to share, and I, my next question is to you is, how did you recognize that the things that you were doing to yourself were the, um, the outpouring of the internal pain that you felt from rejection? How did you come to really recognize that? 
you know, what I'm doing to myself and saying about myself and the self-abuse and what have you stems from that place of pain. Oh, my gosh, sis. I got to keep it real because that's what the show is really all about, you guys. So I'm going to put it out on Front Street because I realize that I have to be that living testimony now. You guys, it's so easy sweeping under the rug. I swept under the rug for so many years. Mm. I pretended like it didn't even exist. I got new things to make my body feel a certain way or my mind or like a bipolar high, a roller coaster and new men and different things in your life to you feed off of to try to kill the pain because one, you mm. don't want to accept it because when you accept it, it brings back the deep hurt of what it was really all about. And then when I got over that, you know, and I went before God and I know that he healed me, he made me clean. And what people got to understand is when he sweeps it clean, it's clean indeed. But mm. still what you surround yourself around and what you put yourself around, it has a lot to do with that. I didn't realize that all the different certain people in my life and still certain family members spoke death to me, even mm. when I was trying to speak life to myself. And they mm. didn't, some people didn't realize it because it was what they were used to do. And some people did it because they were already in a hurt situation because when you're hurt, you 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 can't do nothing but attract other hurt, but you think mm. that they look healed because you're so broken, and they're looking at you like you're healed because they're so broken, and then you, you're sitting here trying to feed off of each other, and you're not really feeding off positive energy. You're feeding off a negative energy, but it's still a different feeling and something different soothing to what you've had before that because wow. it's still the same, you think it's different, and you begin to react in that. And then that results in rejection. So, yes, sis, 40-something, I told you after my dad passed, when I heard Joyce Meyer say on TV, I don't know who I'm talking to, but God is not mad at you. And I promise you, I looked at the TV with tears in my eyes and went, he's not. He doesn't judge you like the world judge you. He doesn't see you like the world sees you. He doesn't bring it back up. Like the world brings it back up, you guys. Because I wanted to say something to you. It's amazing, right? Hmm. So he's healed me from that past rejection. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Guess what? It's to heal you, but what you don't realize is certain things will continue to be in your life until you conquer them. Wow. And it's new rejection. I'm going to be 55 soon, sis. God be willing. And it's yep, new rejection. I have children. I'm rejected. I feel like I'm rejected from my children, and I birthed them into the world. Right. I'm a, I got a new supervisor on my job that don't like me for whatever reason. I feel like I'm rejected even at my job. Mm. I feel like I'm rejected in many different areas. Please believe me. I'm going through it. Had a day yesterday. That's another story, another time, another show. But I want you guys to know that you just – what you do is – but you – you keep finding out who you are. You keep trusting God that he loves you. It's hard. It's hard. Because hmm. sometimes that rejection makes you not even want to be here. Rejection can make you not even want to exist. Rejection can make you not even see the light of day. I've felt all those many different multifacets. Please believe me. There's many different forms of rejection. But you have to understand when God keeps giving you another day, keep running, keep fighting, keep pressing. Because for whatever reason, if it keeps appearing, it's a mountain that you got to know that God's going to allow you to go through. That's awesome. That's, that is, um, wow. That leads us to so so many different things. Because in in looking... Okay, let me let me digress a minute. So I was writing out something. We're getting ready to go into a three-day shut-in starting tonight, and our focus for the shut-in is being an overcomer. It's just overcoming. And the whole thing is tailored around um, whatever it is, whatever the obstacle is in your life, it's about overcoming that obstacle. And what the God, and what God gave me, 
um, for the first day, which will be tomorrow since we're going in tonight. We'll just do overview tonight. But for tomorrow, tomorrow our focus is getting back to the basics and getting back to um, the inner you. When the, I, he gave me questions for each day. And one of the questions, the four questions for tomorrow is, the first one is, when was the first time you heard God's voice speak to you? Second question uh. is, what did he say? Third uh. question is, when was the last time you heard God's voice speak to you? Fourth question, what did he say? So in getting back to the basics, it's going back to, okay, when I first started this journey with God, when I first started this relationship with God, here's what I heard. And now where I'm at today, here's what I'm hearing, okay? The second day is dealing with spiritual warfare. So we got to get to that first day so we go back to and recognize whose we are and who we are in whose we are, okay? So we've got to get to go through that to get before we can even go into spiritual warfare because if we don't, we will, we will miscalculate what it is that we're warring against. Like you went to a place of self-abuse, but your battle was not against yourself. Your battle was against the things that the enemy had spoken over you and had caused you to believe to be true. Okay. Yeah. But until you got yes. to the root of it and went internally and allow God to show you, you, then you would not know that you're still battling you. Yes. So the Amen. second day, that's what God gave I'm going somewhere with this. Um, the second day, what God has given me for Tuesday is under the spiritual warfare umbrella is strategies. And what I wrote out, because I don't have the papers with me. I took them to church this morning. But what I wrote, oh, you know what? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I typed it on this computer. So I do have it. Hold on. Because I want to I wanna give it to you the way God gave it to me. Um. Actually, it's on a flash drive. Okay, here's in here's a, the gist of what it was that God said to me. He said that, you know, the person that wins the, the side, the, the army, basically that wins the war is the side or the army that strategizes the best. It is that person, that it, it is like their general, the person that is, giving the orders, has strategized and knows the move of the opponent well enough to know how to counter whatever that opponent's move is going to be, okay? Amen. And what the enemy does, and this is why I'm saying this, and I know this is why God is putting it in my spirit, what the enemy does, he stations familiar spirits around you to watch you so that the enemy feels they can predict what your next move is going to be if they push a certain button. I said yes. to say this. Basically, what you just said was you've gotten past the past rejections, but now you've got current rejections. And what yes. has happened is the enemy knows so well that that was such a detrimental part of your life that he thinks that he can take you out if he brings that same spirit of rejection back to you. For some people, it is the spirit of alcoholism. For other people, it is the spirit of drug addiction. For other people, it is the temptation of being a whoremonger. Everybody has this thing. It's pornography. It's whatever. Everybody has this thing that the enemy has sat and watched be a detriment to your life in the past, and the enemy thinks all I have to do is stay low in the cut, let them feel like they're cool, they've gotten past this, this is not an issue anymore, and then I'm going to sneak in, and I'm going to spring the same thing back on them and catch them off guard. Yes, yes. God pointed out that was so poignant to me as I was drafting the spiritual warfare day is he says, here's the difference. So the enemy is using familiar spirits 
thinking that they can trip us up. But see, God already knew what the enemy was going to use to come at you. So he's already made a way of escape according to his word for the temptation that would be so easily upon you. Amen. And it's just so powerful to me that we're even having this same discussion right this moment when I know what I've got to teach on in two days, that it is just so profound that you have been built. I posted this a few days ago. It was this past week. I don't remember which day, but this past week. And this was something God gave me. God said that sometimes our setbacks are set up by God to promote us to our next step up. Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That we have stepped back and that there's an issue because we're not where we think we need to be, but all God has done was set you up to put you in a position so that you can step up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The reason he does this, thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. The reason that he does this, and he does not always tell you what it is he's doing. God, you are so deep. Yesterday, we did our webinar for Path to Purpose. And two of my guest speakers, it's a husband and wife, um, Sebastian and Elizabeth Richard. One of the things that Sebastian spoke on, and it was so profound, now that I'm saying what I'm saying, he said, we often wonder why God doesn't show us the whole picture. Or why does he not tell us the whole scenario? He gives us bits and pieces. And he said, he said, he said that there most of the time we're in that last moment of the last hour before God will move or will give us the next piece to it. He said, Amen. He oh God. Because he stays two steps ahead of the devil. And if he put it out there too early, the devil would get wind of it and try to block it. But yes, because amen. he stays two steps ahead of the devil, and the devil is in that position of, oh, I think I won. He used the analogy of Christ on the cross. He said, don't you know if Satan had known crucifying Christ would have did what it did, he would have never done it. He'd have never done it. He'd have never had Judas Aristocrat turn in the Lord or betray the Lord. He'd have never done it. But he thought he was so cunning and he was going to put an end to this Jesus thing and he was going to crucify him and that would be that. What he did not know is he was playing right into God's hand. So even though you may be suffering a setback, or you may be being revisited as you're doing, Tanya, by some old nemesis. That spirit of rejection is your old nemesis. It's something you battled with in the past. The enemy thinks he's cunning and sly by doing this. But what he does not understand is that Jesus. God knew what was going to happen before it ever happened. And he already you got to step up in place for setback. Preach it. Preach that thing, sis. I'm telling you. I'm telling That's you. That's powerful. God is just such an incredible God. And he is the master strategist. So for those of you, because we're dealing with our pastor purpose, and we were specifically in the beginning of the show, because I want to move on, but I needed to make sure that this foundation was laid properly and that they could understand the ramifications of the pain of rejection and how to get beyond it. Because that's the next thing I want to talk about. Because even though you're still walking through it, you're walking through it on a different level than you walked through it as a child. You're walking through it at a different level than you walked through it, say, 10 years ago. You're walking through it completely as a different creation because of what you have allowed God to do in you and through you. And even your reaction to it, God has had to walk you through that so that you would not revert back to how you used to handle it. So that you can handle it properly today with the spirit of God upon you. So I'm going to go to our next portion in a moment, but I want 
you to share and talk to the audience now that you're in the place you are today, which is different than the place you were 40 years ago when you were feeling rejection. How are you handling it today? How has God impacted your life to this level of getting beyond it in this hour? I'm going to tell you guys, I got to keep it real with you, okay, sis, I'm being honest. You know, it's like a battle that you're in. And I, one of my favorite movies was The 300. And how the strategy, like you're saying, that God gives you. And some ba- some days I'm strong and I win that battle. Mm-hmm. And then I have to tell you guys that some days it's it's a it's a even teeter-totter between the mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We retreat and go back in mm-hmm. our corners. And then mm-hmm. I can't eat. And then I, I'm like, that keeps me on my knees. And then I begin to try to list, continue to listen to something positive, the word of God, and, and just cry out to the Lord and listen to my gospel, whatever I have to do to keep my mind, because the battlefield is in the mind of the rejection. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not, it doesn't hurt it, it, the, when the mind is deeply confused or hurt, then it hurts the body. But the body can't feel what the mind feels. The mind tells the body what to feel and everything uh-huh. in it. So then you become discombobulated or, you know, or angry or hurt. And then, then you come out of God, you come into yourself like I have. And I'm going, you know what? Okay. It's on, you know what I'm saying? You guys, then I turn hood, you know what I'm trying to say? Let them say one mm-hmm. word, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And it's on and cracking. Let them say one word. And I promise you, Lord, I'm going to lose my job. Send some angels right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, let them say one more word and it's going to be over right here. You know, and then I have to go, that's stupid. Okay, get back. But, sis, I'm going to tell you something. Yesterday, I, lo- I, I, I I felt like I lost the battle. But then God won because I had to realize that it's new walks with him, new testimonies. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to open up my mouth and say, Lord, I've always told what you brought me through and what you brought me out of. But I know that there's new testimonies to tell. There's There's mm-hmm. new journeys and walks with you. And guess what? Now it's rejection on a different level. High level, mm. higher devils. You know what I'm saying? Now it's now it's um words being spoken. It's, as soon as I, I, I say ten words of being positive, you know what I'm trying to say it can take one word of negative, but I'm I, I feel like I'm crumbling down. Yep. But I know that I too will get over this if he allow me. It's only through his grace that he would allow me. It's only through him that I can. It's only through him that I will, mm. because I promise you it's so easy when, you, when you're going through whatever your thing is. It may, like you're saying, sis, it may not be rejection. It may mm-hmm. be alcoholism or drugs. Mm-hmm. It, may, it may be mm-hmm. horrorism. It may be mm-hmm. spending money, you guys. It may be, you know what I'm saying, self-inflicting yourself, whatever it yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest with you. Whatever it is, you could be so caught up in yourself. Mm. Whatever it is. Only through him. It's like it 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 jars me to say, I need you. I need you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't do good yesterday. I flipped out. And 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 honestly. And then God had to show me another degree, a level of feeling that rejection. Okay. That's what the enemy wanna put on you. Then you call people and you let them know that you love them. Hmm. And through that and through that, I realized, you guys, that the same thing I was feeling yesterday, I couldn't breathe yesterday. I cried so hard, I promise you, my eyes, I woke up this morning, I could barely open them. I grieved yesterday. I began to think about all the things, my, my children, my this, my that, this and that, this and that. And today God turned it around and said, do this, call that person, call that, do this, go, go there, do this. And through all that, I realized I wasn't the only one that was hurting. Wow. I wasn't the only one that felt this. I wasn't the only one that I, I get there sometimes. And through that, God sent so much message of love, you guys. It was like a, like, like a short moment of saying, if you ever get there again, Call me and we'll go through it together. Yeah. I've been there before. If you ever feel that again, if you call me, we'll cry together, laugh together. My cousin said that to me. My cousin Ike. Uh-huh. A guy. 
I said, cuz, I got to tell you how I felt. He said, I've been there. I've been there, cuz, so many times. But if you ever go there again, call me. And I'll go through it with you. Wow. I'll cry with you. We'll laugh together. We'll pray together. We'll get through it together. But we will get through it. And that alone, you guys, that alone made me know. Yep, I felt that yesterday. But God is still love today. And he still has his hands on me, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even look like it, you guys. I promise you, it doesn't. For me, a lot of times, too. And, and yeah, sometimes the rejection or what I feel gets overwhelming for me, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that God is. I know that God can, but sometimes I'm not lying to you. My my shield don't shine sometimes like it, mm. it does. It should, mm. and and my sword is rusty. I probably couldn't cut butter, and sometimes my my helmet is tilted to the side. Okay. And sometimes I feel like I'm not in heaven. I'm on the other side of the kingdom. Mm. I'm hood, and then my rejection turns inside out. And then outside in, because that's Christ. He shows me all the time, even when I feel these multifacets of my life, he's still with me. Mm. He didn't have to wake me up this morning because what I spoke over my life yesterday, you guys, I shouldn't have. But he showed me still that he was loved. And through that, he said, call this person, call that person. And let them know. Let them know what you felt. Let them know where you felt like you was. Hmm. Let them know that it's time out. Let them know that tomorrow's not promised. Let them know. But let them know you show your weakness. I was like, I can't do that. I can't expose myself like that. Uh People take advantage of that. They can't do no more to me than what God allows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's what I'm grateful of. I didn't mean to talk to Deb, sis. Oh, no, no. That was all good. That was all good. And you know what? God just always amazes me because my, our next segment of the show today, um, I put up, because I, I had to, I knew in my spirit, you know, you needed to share about the, the rejection thing. And, you know, after I kept trying to get you last week and, and I could see you were still on the line, but it was like you couldn't hear me or I couldn't hear you. I don't know. But I was like, no, the devil is a lie. And God just really said, no, this is how you're going to start the show. Because the one thing that you and I both do is we yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit where this show is. Amen. It is not our show. It is his. You know, for him Amen. to be a blessing to whomever he chooses. If it's one person or 20,000 people, it does not matter. It is up to him what he does. So the ne- and what you just spoke just totally leads into the next segment of the show today because the next segment says we continue after purpose and here's our segment you are created to be light you are not invisible you are created Amen. to be light you are not invisible what came through yesterday you felt a sense of invisible that you were invisible and and not loved and not cared about and you know it, it was just because that's what happens we go through that pain of rejection and we retreat back and we want to become invisible like you said you don't want to wake up the next day so you know you don't even you don't want to be seen you don't want to be recognized because you feel a lot of times you get into that place of feeling like you know if they see me, they can't hurt me. If I'm not open to them for them to throw these daggers at me, I'm cool. So we want to put on our cloak of invisibility and just, you know, and hide behind it and don't let nobody know nothing and don't say anything. And, you know, like you cried yourself to sleep, but, you know, you just, you didn't want to share because like you said, Lord, if I share, then they see my weaknesses and I don't want anybody to ever see my weaknesses. I can relate to that more than anything ever because that's yes but yes but what god showed you today in his strategizing in him telling you 
who to call, where to go, what to do. He showed you you're not invisible. He showed you that you were created to be light. And even in the midst of your pain, you are to still be that light to allow him to illuminate the path of others through you. Yes, 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 yes. Because, sis, can I say something? Can I intervene real quick? Absolutely, yes. In your rejection, you guys, you feel that you have no purpose. That's what the devil wants you to feel and that you have no no destiny no reasoning your first sign of rejection when you shut down within is why am i even here what's my purpose yeah. why has first god question, allowed me why am i here yeah why has god allowed me to live this far why didn't he just take mm-hmm. me out mm-hmm. yes you guys mm-hmm. i felt that yesterday why didn't you just kill me long time ago? why didn't you just allow the devil Because I'm feeling like this today, and I don't know why. I just want to cry. I told the Lord. I just, I just, I I don't understand this. You've always, even in the midst of my bad, you've blessed me. This is a rough ride at this time. I don't want to feel this pain. And even through all that, please hear me. He's still there. He's mm. there when he wakes you up the next morning. Yeah. Yes. After you speak so solemn things over yourself. He still allows you to see another day. You guys, I told you. Suicide was like a, a pastime for me. Hmm. If it didn't work, I was falling apart. I was let me I'm gonna take some. I'm gonna take a whole bunch. I'm going to sleep. Goodbye. Now oh. I'm being honest with you guys. I'll cry it out. I'll get, I'll, I'll fight it out spiritually, whatever I got to do. But it's, even though I may speak it, I, it's not an option yes. that I would do. That's the difference. That's the difference, you guys. I'm, I'm telling difference. you. No, it's the difference. Before, I was like, okay, a rope, gun, pills. Okay, how would this, okay, how is this going to play out? To the point where you go, man, I just wheel myself away. God say, why don't you give yourself away? Mm. Mm. You know, why don't you give, you still keep willing yourself away, give yourself away. And I had to say, this is who I am. I realize my joy is in ministry. I realize my joy is in my giving. I realize when I stop thinking about myself and think about somebody else, it makes me feel so much better. Mm. And that's what's happening to the world. The devil wants us to become self-contained within ourselves, so selfish that we don't think about anybody else. We become so self-absorbed that it thinks it's all about me, me, me. And it's not about you. It's through your living, your pain, your suffering, that you help God in, in the midst of the journey delivering souls all around you. Hmm. I had to tell you guys how I felt. I had to tell you what I went through yesterday. It was bad, y'all. I had to leave work. I was like, Lord, if I don't leave here, I'm going to lose his wow. job, and I'm a, I'm going to um, I'm going to hurt some souls because hmm. I don't want nobody talking to me, I don't want nobody looking at me, I don't want nobody breathing on me. I'm just feeling myself today. Hmm. And then the enemy came in like a floodgate. Well, you know your kids don't like you. You know this and that. You know you don't have no friends. You know this, and I began to believe it. Wow. And the more I listened, the worse it got. But God, mm. he will send a host of angels to speak over you. He will help you. He will vindicate you. He will deliver you through it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just mm. what you said, sis, I want to do the shut-in with you. I'm down. Because I Amen. believe this was needed for our re- rejuvening and renewing of our souls. It you is. have to be renewed on this journey. Don't you believe that, sis? Mm-hmm. You have to in this Absolutely. battle. You have to. You know, to, you I guys. said something a couple of weeks ago, and it just resonated in my spirit. And this is kind of how God deals with me so often. Like, he will audibly speak something out of my mouth, okay, that I know it was not me. It was him, right? A couple of weeks ago, I said something to somebody. I said, you know, 
we get physically tired all the time and we admit and we know that our body is tired. I said, but I'm spiritually tired. I got spiritually tired. We go into, we can get into such a spiritual burnout and it comes, part of it, it comes from, I always got to be so strong. I always got to toe the line. I always got to yes. be there for everybody else. I always got to do this. Yes. I always got to do that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And superheroes fall too, you guys. Yeah, yes. I don't care what you they see or what do. you believe. And that's what I, t- I had to tell, share with a couple of coworkers yesterday. I know by me getting ready to have this meltdown, and you guys look at me because I, I'm around here, keep a smile on my face, uplifting people, ministering to people, people come to me, people call me auntie, and I love that. Please don't get me wrong. But today I don't feel like nobody's holding me up. Today I don't feel like nobody's praying for me. I'm praying. We're, now, if some, please, I need somebody to pray for me because I'm, mm. I'm, I'm tired. I can't pray for myself. I'm mentally tired. I'm mentally fighting in my mind a spiritual warfare, a battle, because the enemy mm. want to take me out, because if he takes me out, he can take out the destiny of what God has me to keep sharing with you guys, to keep pouring mm. myself out to you guys. So what you don't know is when I go home, my own personal battle is fighting him. When I go to sleep, tossing and turning. When I'm up, getting here, getting there, in my mind, mm. I need somebody to pray for me. I need Somebody to tell me they care. I need somebody to tell me they love me. I need somebody to tell me they're there. Because today I'm not sure if I'm there for myself. Could somebody please help me? I sent a 911 to heaven. I mm. cried in my inner soul, and he heard me. And he's still shuckable. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm telling you mm. guys, he came through for me because my soul was so weak. If I could have hid under a rock and just left, it would have been all right with me. But I thank God today, I can't understand it. I wanted to soak in what my anguish. Lord, I can't believe I fell down yesterday. I'm, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. A couple of people that I had a meltdown in front of, I didn't mean to do that. I just, they, and they had to say, it's all right. We've been there too. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay today too. Because again, you guys look at us as if we got it going on so great, but we have moments too. We're human. Absolutely. We're just on this radio show, opening up ourselves. I don't care. Let me pour myself out like a drink offering. If it means for me to lack of myself, that it's for God to save your soul, then that's all soul let it be. But mm. superheroes, we get down too. Yeah. I had to hang up my superpowers yesterday. You know what I said? I want to sit on my couch. I had a blanket on my head, and you know what I said? I just want to cry. I just want to cry. And while I'm crying, God took my tears, and he watered it on the land for my children, for my friends, for my loved ones, for you, for everybody that my soul grieves for every day. Hmm. Every day my soul grieves for the world and the state that we're in. Hmm. Just understand, Christians are not perfect. We're just forgiven. Amen. Amen. And we definitely go through. We we definitely, definitely go through. And especially those of us that find ourselves on the front line because we are standing in the gap for others. You know, it, it's like, yes. whew, the battle is real, yes. y'all. And the revolution will yes, not it be televised. <laughs> Amen. And you know, God don't always tell you what you're grieving for, what you're warring for, what you're fighting for. You know, you think it's just around your circle, the little circle that you see. And you Mm. you before you know it, your soul is grieving and praying. The the Bible Mm. said the Holy Spirit prays and grieves and gives the utterance to the things that you know not of. Yeah. And it's it's so much further than what you believe that it is. Yeah. And when you can see the hearts and souls of man, when you go out and he shows you. And you see hurt, you see hatred, you see malice, you see jealousy. Mm-hmm. You guys, I was at church a couple of weeks ago, and one of the ministers there, I went to go speak to her, and she turned her back to me. Literally, and I've seen it. It wow. was a spiritual thing. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, Lord, really? And I said, oh, oh, oh. I'm getting ready to tell her about herself. 
And God said, no. I need to call that out. No, she didn't. You call yourself a what? And you sitting up there, what? And you turned your back on me? And she knew she did it. Wow. Is that a form of rejection? Yes. Was I mad, you guys? Yeah, just came out of church receiving the spirit of God. And the devil was right there. I was like, what? Uh-huh. She don't even want me like that. And God had to show me. What you think? Because they put on a robe and they sit in front of church that they're perfect? You think uh-huh. they don't feel jealousy or malice? You don't think that they feel this or that? So now I got a new testimony you're ready to tell people. I'm going to let you have a meltdown because through this, you're going to have to really tell them what God has done. You got to let them know that even though you minister the word of God to them, you got your moments too. And you're not perfect because I'm going to tell you something. You know what I told the Lord? What am I going to tell them? He said, let them know now when you walk amongst them, even though the word of God is in my mouth and the meditation of my heart be accepted with my sight. Guess what? I fall weak too because it's only through Christ that I'm strong. Yeah. It's only through his cross, through his blood that I'm saved. And I promise you, you guys, I'm still not saved in that area if somebody come and try to slap me. It's still on. Mm. That's another show, another story, another day. Mm-hmm. But if I sit yeah, there and act my, like oh, you all You know that, what? Let me say this, Tanya. Let me say this. Okay. Because, you know, I have said that same thing. But what I don't want God to do is put me to the test. So I'm going to put it this way. <laughs> okay. Okay, please do. Help me out with my words. I would do if somebody did that to me. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just being honest. I, I don't know. I know. I'm going to tell place, y'all. I'm going to tell you what she's going to do. <laughs> Ooh, y'all ain't seen Elder yet. Y'all didn't heard me talking yak yak. Johnny seen elders. So, you know them choir was so, my grandma know, said. Them choir was to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to say it like this. I would hope Woo. the spirit of the living God that dwells within me would take over. Amen. Because Amen. if he doesn't, I know what Taylor would do. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So, you got to laugh, you guys, because one thing about it is, we, we, the Lord told me now, you can't get on a radio show, call it, keep it real, you can't be real with them. Let them know what, what happened, but let them know what I did. And that's exactly. what makes it even greater. And that's it. Amen. And that's why I'm like, Amen. you know what, because we, and here's the thing, Tanya, we confess so many things out of our mouth, but what are we really saying? Amen. So, you know, we're always saying, well, I'm not there yet, and if such and such happened, this, that, and other. No, I'm not going to confess that. What I'm going to confess, and this is new, I'm, I'm just learning this, but what I'm going to confess is that I just would hope and pray that the spirit of the living God that dwells within me would take over that situation at that appointed time. Because I know what Amen. flesh will do. But the spirit of the living God within me, I want it to be stronger. I want him to be Amen. stronger Amen. than my flesh. Amen. 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 So that's going to be my confession. That, Lord, Amen. I want to pray that you would take over that moment. And I don't want to Amen. put it to the test. I really Amen. don't want to put it to the test. Amen. Can I, can I share something, sis, real quick? Because I know the show is almost over with, and the Lord... Holy Spirit put something on my heart and told me this. Absolutely. When the Jesus walked amongst the people, he showed acts of his faithfulness, of what he can do in his spirit, his deliverance. Mm-hmm. And it had to be witnesses. Mm-hmm. And when he healed the blind man and, and, and when the lame man walked and when he delivered the harlot, People knew she was a harlot. Mm-hmm. But after God delivered her, they knew she had been made whole. The Correct. woman with the issue of blood, they cast her out the city, you guys, because yep, it was yep. unholy for a woman to bleed. Right. It was unclean. And That's when right. she touched the hem of his garment and he made her whole, they knew he had made her whole. And that's yep. what he told me. I allowed you to to feel this and outwardly tell 
this how you felt because when I they see what I'm getting ready to do. You just said it, sis, earlier in the intercession of what you get ready to to teach about in this shut in and it spoke to my soul because it's what I'm going through now and you didn't even know it. Wow. And when he shows openly witnesses, and let me tell you, because I want to be able to same same type the same show, not the same show, but a different time to tell you how God has delivered me. Because you're gonna hear mm. what Tanya said out of her mouth. Amen. And you will hear the difference of the of the glory and the deliverance in my heart and my soul. Amen. 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 You know, but but that's what it's all about, Tanya. That is why we're here um recording it's real. Because yep. people need to hear the realness of what who God is. You know, we yep. have all got a carnal side and a spiritual side. Amen. And sometimes that spiritual side is filled with demons, and other times that spiritual side is filled with the spirit of the living God. Amen. Which spirit will you yield to at any given point in time? Yes. That's the question. That's the question. If you say, if you say you have been born again, then like Nicodemus said, you didn't enter back into your mother's womb a second time. It was your spirit that was reborn. Amen. So now, if Amen. the spirit of the living God is who lives and resides within you, then you should be carrying out the desires and the wishes of the spirit of the living God, not Amen. of the demons that you want entertained, because we all Amen. have. Amen. Okay. Amen. That's powerful, sir. It is Hello? only but by his grace that we can speak on these things, that we can even be transparent in our inability sometimes to do the right things in our eyes. But again, I say this again, sometimes that setback that you think was so bad because you melted down in front of those people, setback can just be a set up for the step up that God is about to do in your life. I believe that with everything that's within me. Amen. Amen. I receive it. I receive it. Do you mind if I pray, sis, for everyone? No, not at all. Please do. Father, the living God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shaddai, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Mekadish, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Kosha. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for being our everything. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your love. Truly thank you for your patience. Thank Mm. you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross and shed his blood that I may be able to be set free over and over and over again. Thank you for not holding me accountable for who I think I am. Mm. But thank you for loving me of who you know that I am. Thank you for hearing my cry. Thank you, Father God, for honoring my tears. Thank you for delivering my heart every day over and over. And I pray the same for our listening audience. I pray for pain. I pray for depression, oppression, depression. I'm praying, Father God, even when we feel misled, misguided, and when we feel like we walked along away from the flock, you come and get us. Thank you for counting us as one of your own. Thank you yeah. for loving us so much, Father. I'm praying mm. for Elder Colette's shut-in. I'm praying for the many souls. I'm praying for deliverance. I'm praying, Father God, for a new awakening, a new anointing, a freshening of your Holy mm. Spirit to fall upon us right now, to yeah. continue to be with us now and forevermore. Let the words in my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in our sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength and our redeemer. Let the church say amen and amen. Amen and amen. Awesome, awesome. Well, sis, I thank you, thank you, thank you. This has definitely been an incredible show. Um, thank it you has. for your transparency and sharing your heart because I'm sure that it has been 
and not only eye-opening, but healing and transformational for the listeners that are walking through the same thing. So I thank God for you. To all of our our listeners, you know, our show is syndicated, so you may be hearing this at a different time than what the live show is being conducted. But for those that are on here live, I want to wish you all a happy and a blessed Thanksgiving. Make sure that you allow yourself to be that instrument of Thanksgiving unto the Father, even around your family. Have a blessed holiday. I love you much, sis. You too, beautiful. Let's keep it real.